art in outer space this time on culture file with the dublin artist team who are sending their work to an exhibition on the international space station artists Gillian fitzpatrick and justin donnelly of tud's school of physics have collaborated on a micro artwork which along with 63 other works no bigger than a cubic centimeter will be launched on a rocket destined for display in outer space Gillian fitzpatrick and justin donnelly talk to culture file about dreams of interstellar life about John Donne and the promise of a museum on the moon. I'm just about old enough that I can actually remember the Apollo, the Apollo 11 moon landing. I was I was a very small child and I have a fuzzy memory of uh, sitting on the sofa beside my mum and her and her turning around to me and saying this is very important. As a small child, there was no kind of doubt in my mind that we were going to be living on the moon and travelling out into the solar system. And it just created a very powerful kind of idea in my head, which came to have a, have a, a strong influence on my creative work years later. In the 50s and 60s, it was tied in with, I guess, wrapped in with old ideas around colonialism and, you know, planting a flag for your nation. And now it's become more a more kind of a corporate endeavour. It wasn't always like that. Um, there is a link to this idea that space exploration was a moral alternative to war, that the outward tendencies of our psyche to push outwards and to uh, explore, that, that they would, if not given somewhere to explore, that they would curdle into war and negativity. So um, the, the, some people in the past have push this idea that um, it could actually be very good for peace. And we see this in the International Space Station. There's quite a lot of great cooperation going on there between nations. It's almost like a United Nations in space. What is happening with the uh, Moon Gallery is one of the positive aspects of a kind of opening up of, of uh, space to, to a more varied sort of travellers. Tell us about Moon Gallery, what it is. It's a selection of 64 artworks from an international group of artists um, and the entire gallery, which is 64 artworks, will sit into a 8 by 8 centimetre grid. So every single artwork has to fit into a 1 centimetre cube. The Moon Gallery is based in Amsterdam. Its aims as a platform to provide, you know, interdisciplinary cooperation between arts and science and technology. And the idea is that when people eventually start to move away from the planet and start living on places like the moon or even getting to Mars, that art and culture will go with them. This is called the Moon Gallery, and the, the ultimate goal is to have a piece of art on the moon. So this particular mission is called Moon Gallery Test Flight. Mm -hmm. So it's going to, to the International Space Station and will be up there for much of this year. The main restriction was that we were contained in a volume of one cubic centimetre. And... That really was the germ of the idea because our thoughts went to, well, okay, something has got to fold up probably, either be very small or, or be something that big that folds up. So what folds up? And what? And I guess the idea of space and folding up brought to mind um, the idea of a solar sail. And a solar sail is a piece of technology that's, um, it relies on the idea that it turns out that light exerts a very gentle but a steady pressure on objects in space. So if we have a reflective sail attached to a spacecraft, it can, it can catch that sunlight and it can sail on it without using any fuel. So it's a very beautiful romantic image and it's technically um, feasible and has been used. 
there are ships up there currently being powered by this. Yeah, there, there's a satellite, I think, by the uh, Planetary Society that's been in orbit for a couple of years. It, it hasn't just been around Earth. In 2010, there was an Icarus uh, spacecraft which was powered by a solar sail and flew to Venus, flew past Venus at a distance of about 80,000 kilometres. It's beautiful in a way because we've always used navigation of the seas as a kind of metaphor for what we do in space. So it kind of brings it full circle. Yeah, yeah well, absolutely. I, we found that the simile was a good one because it kept giving. And it, it, the title of the piece is uh, Like Gold to Airy Thinness Beat, which is a line from a John Donne poem. And the piece itself is a small boat with a sail unfurling and catching the wind. And it fits into inside a one centimeter cube. And it's uh, painted with uh, gold leaf, covered with gold leaf. I'd never done anything on that kind of minute scale before. We kind of had to think about how much movement we wanted to let it have in the cube. Because initially, like, I had these lovely, you know, sort of romantic ideas about it kind of floating around in microgravity. But then there is also the thing that it does have to survive being launched into space in a rocket. We think it'll be okay, but we can't say for 100% that it's going to survive the journey. At one point, we were going to encase it in resin to protect it and to stabilise it, and we decided not to. Uh, so, yeah, there is real risk there. But even if it does break up, there's kind of a, a resonance there because there was a constellation in the, in the sky called Argo, which is the ship which, in 1930, the Inter- International Astronomical Union broke into three smaller constellations, Vela the Sail, Pupis the Stern, and Carina the Keel. So even if that happens, it has resonance. <laughs> that would be a piece of luck if it broke up in exactly that nice, tidy way. <laughs> if it does, we're going to pretend we planned that. Yeah, <laughs> we renamed the work. <laughs> and so its audience are the astronauts on uh, the space station. They're the ones who, who will see the 64 artefacts. Other people can see it too, because it's a flat grid and both sides of it are transparent. It's sealed but transparent on both sides. So one side, will, anyone on the space station will be able to see it. But the other side, there's a camera set up so every so often there will be an image that will be uploaded. I'm not sure what you call sending a, an image down to Earth. Is it uploading or downloading? But um, we'll be able to see it on Earth too. So I suppose the first thing is get them up there, and that's happening on, on Saturday evening. What, what do you know about that event? Well, they're going from Virginia, from... Um, Wallops Island. Wallops Island. There's an Antares 230 rocket. Uh, this mission is called NG-17. This is Nor- uh, Northrop Grumman is the uh, company organising this. And um, it's going up in a Cygnus supply ship and it'll take off at 5.39 GMT. Mm. And it's only a few minutes. Basically, it'll be pretty much in orbit after about within 10 minutes, I would say. And it will spend about 30 hours to get to the space station and to rendezvous where it'll be grabbed and by the, uh, the arm that's on the space station and dock. And uh, I believe we just found out today that the gallery will be stored in the Columbus module which is the European module I believe so if it was floating around there I think that would be an amazing place for whatever the equivalent of a wine and cheese reception is for (laughs) space station (laughs) there's 64 pieces there so I think I heard that the average time spent in front of a piece in a gallery is 27 seconds so they do have some time off not much but they do have some and we hope they'll They'll have a. Uh, and we, and we sure know they've got 
Gillian Fitzpatrick and Justin Donnelly there and you can follow the launch of Moon Gallery on NASA TV and we've tweeted a link on how to do that if you check out at Culture File Pod.